0: Hello, I'm Stephen Hooper, and this is a podcast from smallbiz.chat. And in this podcast, we're gonna be talking about the importance of business money. First of all, what is business money? Why is it different to any other money? Well, something you'll learn quite quickly is that the value of money is very different if you're looking at it for business terms or you're looking at it for personal terms. Maybe your personal money is something you'll look to save for holidays, for retirement, for moving house or maybe helping your kids go to university. Whatever, that's personal money. It means something very different to individuals than business money. So I'll give you an example of how this differs. With business money... You're looking at using cash, using money as a tool. We'll look at an example. You need a printer for home. You want to be able to print off the kids' homework. You want to be able to print some things from the internet. Maybe you write a bit of poetry. You want to print some photographs, this kind of thing. You're not overly bothered by how fast the printer is. And if it was to break down, it's not the end of the world. So you might spend let's say 150 pounds on buying a color inkjet printer. Be a nice printer, it'll do everything you need it to do for home. If you now need a printer that's reliable, has a low cost per page, is fast, you're probably looking at a color laser printer rather than a color inkjet printer. And instead of 150 pounds, it's gonna be near 500 pounds. If you view the printer as a tool, the way of obtaining it is cash, which is also a tool. So business money and personal money, very different. One of the difficulties of understanding business money and personal money is that you will get to grips with this very quickly. You will understand the difference very quickly. Once you start to spend money and you start to look at getting value for your money, meaningful value, I don't mean cheap, on the same basis that you sell your services or your products with meaningful value rather than just cheap you will understand this very quickly but your family and your friends may not unless they're involved in the business they may say well why are we spending 500 pounds on a printer when there's one over there for 150 that will print the same colors and it will do double-sided and it will do photocopying and things they won't understand the necessity of having a reliable fast low cost per page and a laser printer so it's important to understand the difference between the two now on our website we've got a, a whole article dedicated to business money and our website is smallbiz.chat on there you'll find there's a table which lists the different types of money available to a business and the different pros and cons of that money I'll just go through a couple of them, just to give you an idea. First of all, there's cash. There's no credit checks required. You can use it straight away, and as soon as you hand over the cash, you, your business, owns whatever it is you've just paid for. But cash is finite. And using the cash will directly affect your cash flow. Then you've got credit cards, whether they have a personal credit card or credit card for the business credit cards are a good way of making instant funding but it's probably the most expensive sort of money that you can buy and then of course you can go to the bank you can get a loan you can get an overdraft they're very similar except a loan is over a fixed period or term and the interest rates are lower than then for an overdraft an overdraft is a facility so you're not actually using the money you apply for an overdraft facility and if you need to dip into it you can dip into it without having to go back to the bank every time. And it's great for short-term funding. So if you have to buy something to be able to provide a service or to deliver to your customer, and they're going to pay you in a week or two's time by the time you've finished doing what you're doing. Let's say you're putting up a fence and you've got to go and buy some, some fence posts or something. You may need to be able to dip into an overdraft facility to get the money for the fence posts and the concrete, etc. And then, within a, a few days even you'll get the money from your customer and you can pay it off your overdraft and get out of the debt very quickly. Then it's a very flexible way of using money, but if you don't get out of that debt, the interest rate is higher than a loan, so you need to look at how long you're gonna need this money for. And if it's gonna be for a longer period, then consider getting a business loan. Now, one of the phrases that you'll hear when you start to talk to people about business and business money is the term working capital. Working capital is any cash that you can realize within a very short period of time. If you've used your cash or your facilities for funding to buy a large machine, which is essential to your business, that's not working capital. That's a capital investment. That equipment that you've bought is essential to run your business, so you can't get rid of it, otherwise you have no business. Also, if you were to sell it, it would be secondhand. You'll get next to nothing for it if you want it quickly. So it doesn't come into the bracket of working capital. Now I mentioned cash flow and cash flow is critical to a business. The cash flow is the cash that comes in from your customers, the money that comes in from from the service or product that you supply against the money that goes out. So it's very much time related. If you pay out a thousand pounds today and you don't get your money for a month, then that thousand pounds is negative cash flow. But when it comes in with your profit and it's 2,000 pounds, when it comes in, that's positive cash flow. But during the period, you're in a negative cash flow situation. So you need to have enough cash to be able to work your way through all those periods of time. Now, there is an old adage that the customer is king. And I'm a salesman. To me, the customer is critical. Without a customer, I don't have a business. Simple as that. So in that respect, the customer is king. However, I would say cash is the emperor. It's above a king. Because without cash, I can't service or supply my customers. I may have 101 of the best customers in the world, but if I don't have the cash, I don't have the means to funding to be able to run my business so that I can provide service to them, it means nothing. So cash is, is the emperor, if you like, and the customer is king. Because no cash means no business. And by cash, I'm talking about funding options. It doesn't mean to say it's got to be real money sitting in the bank doing nothing. It needs to be money that you can access to be able to run your business on a day-to-day basis. If you you can't pay your electricity bill, you can't run your computer. If you can't run your computer, you can't send emails to your customer. It's fundamental. So having a, a good cash flow, managing your cash flow is absolutely critical. Look at different ways of providing cash and cash services facilities to your business so that you can supply your customer. My business... Essentially, I'm a distributor. I import from overseas, I import equipment, and I sell to businesses in the UK. In doing that, I have payment terms that I have to be able to meet to be able to pay my suppliers. And I have payment terms I have to be able to meet for my customers. I need, I need to be able to satisfy them. So for a lot of things that I do, I'm on a term of what's called pro forma, which means that I send them a bill, they pay me, I then provide the service. Some companies just simply won't wear that. So then I provide a service where I will buy the equipment and I'll provide a period of credit which is less or shorter than the period of credit that I have with the supplier. So if I have 45 days credit with my supplier, I may supply 30 days credit to my customer. One of the things you need to be mindful of is that you become a good business, but you don't become a bank. That's really where I'm getting to here. I've had a number of customers who have failed to pay invoices to me. And I've put them on terms which they're not happy with, but they need the service from me, they need the equipment from me. I'm the, the single source for this equipment in the UK. If they need it, or they need parts for it, or they need servicing for it, they have to come to me, or they have to go directly to the manufacturer, which is international. And the manufacturer has been made aware of their poor payment terms in the past. So the argument I make is that I'm a very, very good distributor. I'm a very, very good support service for this product, but I'm a terrible bank. Don't come to me for finance. I can put you in touch with people for finance. If you'd want to finance the equipment, that's fine. I have no problem with that at all. I'm happy to do that and put them in contact with a finance firm. Don't get into the trap of becoming a bank to your customers. It will kill your business. I promise you. And your customer won't care. Your customer will just go find someone else who ever takes over that product They won't care what's happened to you. That's just the reality of business. You'll lose your business. They'll move on. Hey ho. So don't become a bank, whatever you do. So I mentioned some forms of cash sources and I've mentioned cash, credit card, loans, overdrafts, etc. If you're looking to fund your business you can look of course at business grants, you can look at peer-to-peer lending. Although peer-to-peer lending won't work for a startup, you have to have a period of time in business before you can apply for peer-to-peer lending. If you're looking to finance your business in terms of acquiring equipment you can look at lease finance, HP, asset refinancing etc. These are all from commercial finance firms and there's a all load of information on our website website about this smallbiz.chat that will explain more detail about that and finally in terms of being able to finance your business there's something that you will come across which is called invoice financing or factoring and what this is is, it, is an arrangement between you and a finance company where they will do the invoicing for you to your customer. So you do all the selling. You advise the finance company, this is your customer, this is the invoice. Basically, they buy the invoice off you at a discounted amount. And they then invoice the customer. If the customer fails to pay, you still get paid. That's one of the big pluses. If you've got a customer who's maybe a bit fake, or you just can't wait for the cash for the invoice because it's got long payment terms, by going through factoring and basically selling your invoice to somebody else, you can get the cash quickly. But you will get less than you would have invoiced. You would if you'd invoice directly because you're paying for a service. Very often, and certainly in my experience, you can only choose to factor 100% of your invoices. When I've looked at this in the past, you weren't able to, or I wasn't able to, say, well, with these invoices, this customer group i'm going to put through invoice financing but these i'm going to put through direct invoicing and i wasn't allowed or wasn't able to pick and choose between the two that may have changed since i last looked at it but that certainly was the case with every company i looked at it was a case of all or nothing when you're doing invoice financing so that can tie your hands to some degree if that works for your business that's fine I know businesses that do extremely well using invoice financing. But they can only do it with 100% of their invoices. So that's something to consider. The other thing to consider is when you're selling equipment or you're selling services, you do all of your selling up front free of charge. You don't actually charge the customer for allowing you to sell to them. That's all an investment on your part. Now, that's okay. However, imagine you were to put together a whole sales package for somebody and you've spent, and so some of my cases, it can be three or four years before I get an order from first contact. But let's be a bit more realistic and say it's a few months. You've, you've invested a few months of your time to be able to bring a customer to a point where they say, okay, we're ready to order. And they're ready to place their order. You then approach the invoicing finance company the factoring company and say right okay we're going to be issuing an invoice to this customer for this amount of money for these products this service etc etc and then they say no we're not prepared to risk supplying that customer that customer's failed our credit checks you've done all the work but you're unable to sell to the customer at the end of the day the finance company says no we're not providing credit to them you've lost all of the time you've invested in getting that customer to a point where they agree to buy. So now you're in trouble. Now you need to help them find another way to be able to buy your product. And that's well out of your reach and remit. And it will cost you a lot of time to try and get to that point where you can help them actually buy from you. So this is just a, a relatively short podcast about the business funding when you're getting started in a business and the different options available to you. There's a lot more information on our website, smallbiz.chat. If you found this podcast interesting, hopefully you did, please like, share, subscribe, tell your mates, all of that good stuff and have a great day. Bye.